Streets and Scholars. Alex Alonso FG. Here to bring you guys another banger. What it do, FG? Man, what's going on with you? How your day going? Oh, man, just, you know, technical difficulties, man. It's always yeah, a challenge. Yeah, man. it's always a challenge, man. I feel like I... Oh, wait up. Let me... Let me, let me mute this... Uh... Let me mute the live, man. Yeah, I got to get me a technical person here. And uh, shoot, I used to have them. But man, before COVID, I always had people up up in the office helping me out, man. Since COVID, man, it's hard to find. It's hard to find good help, man. Yeah, no doubt. You know how it go. You know what I mean? You know, COVID came. People started doing different different shit than from what they was normally doing just to, you know, try to make it. So, shit, I, I feel them, man. Hey, man, I'm still trying to figure out if I'm missing out on all these uh, hoes from the east side of Compton and, and Linwood you was talking about last week. Oh, shit. wiped up. Man, you definitely missed out, homie, because they was around, <laughs> homie. They still around, you know what I mean? And and uh, that's one thing I can't say about the east side, man. It, it was it was when the women was plentiful, man, and some fine ones. So, you know, it wasn't no shortage of them, homie, on the east side. That's maybe why I didn't venture out too much to Inglewood, because, you know, Inglewood has some hoes, too. And, uh... But uh, yeah, man, you don't have to go far. If you was from the east side, man. They, it was plentiful. You know what I mean? You know. Yeah, man. I'm sure they everywhere. But uh, yeah, no doubt. You they, know, they 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 everywhere and they for everybody. Yeah, you got a point there. You know, but at the same time, you got to change your mindset when you out there. It all depends what you're looking for. Because in actuality, how many young men, Alex? You know what I mean? Or how many men? Period. You know what I mean? Are looking for for actual wives? You know what I mean? Some dudes ain't even looking for wives. Some dudes at fifty still looking to just hook up. You know what I mean? Because maybe they was married before it didn't work out. Maybe they didn't marry the right person. Maybe they've been in a few bad relationships and they like shit. I could do this like this forever until they get old and they need somebody to. Some assistance, you know what I mean? They need somebody to, you know what I mean? You know, help them to the doctor and help them set appointments and shit like that. Then they're going to wish they, you know, they could have had somebody. But at the end of the day, man, you know, I don't knock a dude for how he do his, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, we're in a different time now. We're in the 2000s. We're in the new millennium. Uh, marriage rates are certainly down. And and what you're really speaking on is is, is black folks, really. The marriage rate for black folks has plummeted. Right. It wasn't like that fit. 50 years ago you know so something something definitely happened there in the black community where they just said that marriage is probably not an option uh, but you know more black men get married than black women and that's because uh black men will marry outside their race they will marry a latina they will marry uh an asian they will marry a white girl uh whereas black women uh they find a, a it's a it's not as easy for them to marry outside their race i don't know if it's a if it's by their doing, their choice, or by the choices of the men, man. You ever uh, looked at that? No, I have, you know what I mean? But see, I commend the black woman on that, you know, because I'm like them. You know what I mean, Alex? You know, it's nothing wrong with, you know, other races at all. I'm not racist or nothing like that. But I don't date outside my race when I was dating, you know. Um, you know, back in high school or something like that, I might have talked to a white girl or here or there or something. But as an a, a adult, you know, I, I've, I've never dated outside my race. You know, maybe somebody mixed with black, you know. Um, but, you know, I've never dated outside my race. You know, I love black women. You know, um, I used to... F like feel a certain way, you know, when the Mexicans didn't want you talking to they 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 sisters or they cousins or they you know what I mean because you was black, you know. I used to feel it like it was full on racist, but then when I, as I got older, man, there's nothing wrong with you, you know, uh, uh, 
wanting to date inside your race. Ain't nothing wrong with it at all. Or marrying inside your race and having, you know, black babies. You know what I mean? So uh, so at the same time, Alex, you know, I see it's done all the time, bro. But you ain't going to catch me with no bunny. You ain't going to catch me with no Latina, even though uh, even though they fine, you know. But you ain't going to catch me with them, bro. That's just, I love black women just, you know. It's enough black women for me to, you know, st- you know stay where I'm at. You know what I mean? Yeah, more more women for you then, and you get to keep them all. You get keep, get to keep all the sisters. But hey, I'm not so sure if if the sisters don't date out their race because it's their choice, or it's it's difficult for white men, Hispanic men, and Asian men to take black women serious though that's my whole question well i don't think it's a, a hard form to take serious if they tone some of their bullshit down you know what i mean you know you got to be a strong black man homie to deal with some of these you know strong black women you know what i mean you know ain't sometimes ain't nothing uh uh, uh um soft about them you know what i mean you know they good people they loving people but at the same time the black woman sometimes alex is you know lightweight aggressive you know what i mean you have to be you know that type of dude who want to be able to withstand this kind of you know shit that comes from black women you know what i mean they get turned up fast you know they could be sweet as pie and then at the drop of a dime homie you know they could turn around and be you know your your worst nightmare but you just have to be and, and some people just don't want to deal with the the, the the black woman you know uh aura you know what i mean so so i get it you know especially other races you know now black men are starting to be like you know what not finna put up with these black women and they bullshit i'm gonna move on to another mm-hmm. race who you know, caters to what I need them to cater to more, you know. So at the same time, you know, like I say, even though I don't uh, I don't do it date outside my race, but I do understand why dudes are doing it. You know what I mean? They getting tired of the, the black woman bullshit, you know. But for me, you know what I mean? I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a, you know, uh, uh, bring it on. You know what I mean? You know, bring it on. I'm 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 I'm, I'm with it, you know. And uh, so I, I get it. Yeah, man, I went to a wedding uh, with my wife. I think that was uh, in 2022. It was a brother. He was getting married to a Mexican woman. And I was like, damn, the sisters, them, they lost another one. They lost another damn. one right there. And, uh, but, um, hey, a lot. Of, you know, I was reading the comments on a couple of our videos, on a couple of our episodes of Streets and Scholars, and people were trying to figure out, what is FG? Like, he, he black, but... Is he Samoan? Is he Latino? Is he mixed? Like people are always wondering. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I see him all the time. But not to mention, you know, I have people have had people running to me. What's up, Uso? You know what I mean? And you know, and I've had people walk up to me. You know, speak full fledged Spanish, and I'd be like, oh, you know, no habla. And they'd be like, oh, okay, bro, just go down there. Like they speak full English, you know, and they think I'm, you know, mixed. So I get that all the time. You know, maybe he got a little. You know, uh, uh, Chinese anymore. I didn't hear it at all. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, man, I'm going to have to put a picture of my parents up here, man. You'll see, you know, I'm full on black. You know, I'm just on the lighter side. Um, when I go do my due diligence, you know what I mean? As far as my grandparents and great grandparents, you know, uh, um, I'm black, bro. You know, black, you know, born in Los Angeles, you know, so um, I get I see all the comments. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm black. Just a lighter shade. That's all. So, yeah, both of your parents are black, mom and dad, but you had to have at least a grandparent in there that was uh, either non-black or or mixed or something. Uh, have you ever done that research? 
you know what? My daughter did it. That like that 23andMe and that Ancestry.com and things of that nature, you know, and I do down on my father's side. We have a lighter shade, you know what I mean? So somewhere maybe back, 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 you know, don't get me wrong. It's something I believe we all mixed with something, you know what I mean? Um, so uh, I haven't did it, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, <clears throat> but, you know, when I talk to my aunties and things of that nature, you know what I mean? They going to be like, boy, we black that, you know, you ain't going to get you know, no whole full history out of them. They boy, you black, boy, that's what it is. And on my <laughs> mom's side, you know, my mom is a whole side is a, you know, a dark, dark complexion, you know, and I could trace them down to Union Springs, Alabama. My grandfather and my uh, grandmother was from the same city in Alabama, Union Springs, man. And you know, I got a million cousins down there and I'm probably the lightest thing moving, you know, so so I get it what they saying, but at the, at the end of the day, man, you know, um, if it is something in the line, you know, down the line, which I'm sure a lot of us it is. Uh, I haven't did the research to uh, to check it out. You know, well, um, a lot of people think like I'm. What, what am I? They always asking me what am I, and and they be like saying you light skin, you mix. But I say it, it all depends on on who I'm I'm standing right next to, and if I'm standing next to FG, I'm I'm pretty brown. I'm, right, I'm, right, I'm right, right, dark, right. Because uh, you you make me look dark. No doubt, no doubt. But you know, you're gonna get that. But at the same time, you know, um, <clears throat> you do have uh, 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 some. some what, uh, 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 what nationality you have uh, in your line? My, my mom was born in Puerto Rico. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, but I wouldn't know that. You know what I mean? And some people can actually tell. Oh no, Alex makes with you know Puerto Rican, or you know somebody makes with you know. And uh, me, I can't tell. I just be like, you know, he black, and sometimes it be a Mexican, and he just be dark. You know what I mean? And you know, so I get it. But at the same time, yeah, FG black man. You know, <laughs> FG black, and he like the uh, black women, and he's got his roots. His roots are from Alabama. That's as black as it gets for an, uh, for the United States, man. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So you know that's what it is. And we got one of our stories that we're gonna talk about briefly is uh, is from Alabama. That Carly, that Carly Russell crazy story. They just did a press conference on on Carly Russell today from Alabama, from a town I ain't never heard of, Hoover, Alabama. The Hoover Police Department just did a just did a press conference. We're gonna talk about that, and then. Um, we also going to get into uh, th three dudes uh, just pled guilty. They pled guilty to killing a cop last year. I'm surprised how fast this case went. It was, I believe, January of 2022. And here we are just barely into 2020, halfway into 2023. And they pled guilty. We're going to we're going to I'm going to ask you why these guys didn't just fight it and, and take it to trial. And then um, we're going to talk about the Tupac investigation, man. It looks like the police in Las Vegas is uh, is um, they investigating this case and they uh, they raided someone's house this morning or last or last night. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to kind of speculate on who we think it might be. And uh, and then I wanted to just uh, start off with this article about um, why so many rappers die. Um you know, since it's the 50 years of hip hop, there's been a lot of uh, different things being discussed about rap. And this one professor wrote an article about why so many rappers are dying. But really quickly, before we get into it, man, we we are on Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeart. We're on all the podcast platforms. If you catch us on on the day we drop, we, we do a live. We do a live video as well, but the video won't become viewable until two days after we drop the podcast 
uh, on all the platforms. So if you're catching us live, you're catching the video live, but the video will be available two days after the podcast drops. If you're listening to us on Apple, please leave us some questions. Hey, I got a few questions that came in, but we're going to we probably hit some questions next week or the following week. But keep them questions coming. Hit us up on Instagram at street.and.scholars. And let's get right into this article, man, on why rappers die. Why rappers die young. I wonder if this art of this writer actually looked at other genres of music and I don't, I don't, I haven't done the research, but I'm assuming that probably more rappers die than any other artist from any other genre. <laughs> I don't really hear, we would hear about this, right? FG, if, if country music musicians were, were getting shot and killed and, and if uh heavy metal or rock and roll artists were getting shot and killed, we would, we would hear about that. Right. No, no doubt. You know what I mean? But at the same time, Alex, you know, you got to take the if you take the shot and kill part out the out the deaths from rappers and or and other artists uh, or other genres, you will see that when it comes to drug overdose and things of that nature, then all those things are pretty much even. You know what I mean? Where we come to beat them out at is the is the gun violent deaths, you know, the the, the gun, you know, the gun deaths um, and uh, more rappers are actually dying because it's just a lot more rappers, you know, and rappers are, you know, they like rock stars, you know, they, they, they taking drugs, they partying, they on tour, they not getting enough sleep, they not getting enough rest, you know, and when it comes to the drug overdose, like I say, that's average in the music industry period and movie industry period. But when you come to these street deaths, you know what I mean? It's a lot different, Alex, because, you know, now you, you get into the, you know, where dudes is actually out here, you know, having successful careers, you know, but still out here running and gunning. So, you know, it's, it's definitely a lot more murders in the rap industry. And if it was any other genre, you know, they definitely would be taking it serious and trying to, you know, uh, uh you know, do a better job at, you know, reining it in. But at the same time, when it's us, you know, they just going to let it roll. You know how it go. Yeah, I used to, I, I, th I think back in the day, there were more gatekeepers to this thing we call rap and hip hop, where you had to do a demo, you had to have somebody finance you, you had to send it in, you had to know someone that know some, knew someone that knew someone, and it was hard to get into the game. But now because of the internet, because of social media, because of all this equipment you could just buy in, in your apartment and, and, and cut a demo, there are way more rappers and there are way more rappers from the streets. Like before rappers rapped about the streets. Now right, there's right, rappers. Right. rappers are literally from the streets because I don't think we, I don't think I never believed, but I don't know how the rest of the world believed, but I, I never believed ice cube was really out there gangbanging. I never believed Dre was out there gangbanging. Um, maybe some people thought that, that maybe Snoop Dogg had a little stint of gang banging, but I, I was never convinced. But these guys were the gangster rappers. Now we have rappers that are really from the streets, that are really involved in the streets. And I believe that's one of the reasons why the, the homicide rate is a little bit higher amongst rap artists. No, no doubt. You know, you're absolutely right. That was well spoken the way you put it. You know what I mean? But, the, you know, Alex, the world thought Ice Cube was, you know, you know, basically the leader of, the, of, of California gangs damn near, you know, love Ice Cube to death, love his music, you know. But when I actually found it was crazy because when I found out, you know, and Ice Cube was doing an interview one time and he was like, man, I've never even been, you know, arrested. You know what I mean? You know, I've never did no time or, you know, never did a 30 day, you know. 
why some dudes looked at him like, oh, you know, this dude is, just, I commended that dude. You know what I mean? Like, cause that ain't, you know, even though he was, you know, putting, you know, putting what we wanted to hear or the life that we was living out there on, 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 on songs, you know, man, you ain't always got to go through the bullshit, man, in order to, you know, to be, you know, be somebody, you know, he definitely from LA, man. He definitely a staple, you know, he definitely an icon, a legend, you know what I mean? And uh, the West Coast Don. But like you say, these dudes nowadays are really in the trap. They really moving the bricks. They really popping their pistol. You know what I mean? And and uh, and uh, you know, if you even take a dude like you know YNW Melly, you know what I mean? Successful dude just was coming up. You know, uh, uh, I believe millions of dollars was on the horizon for him, and now he's accused of you know killing a couple friends. You know what I mean? So these dudes is really out there, you know, putting that work in. You know, but then going up in the studio making these raps, man, and 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 that's where it changed. Run DMC and all them, man. They was gonna battle rap you maybe have a scrap or two here and there but this shit is way different now oh yeah man it's way different but one of the, the things that this article hit on which i thought was also important was the number of rappers that are dying from diabetes cancer and preventable uh health related issues uh, let me just um let me just name a few off here because uh this list is is long and extensive of artists that um that died when it was preventable such as um a uh, big pun of course he died from being overweight uh we have uh, rapper black the ripper uh kmg the illustrator dmx big t tweety bird Loke, black rob uh, they died of heart attack heavy d died of um of a health related issue back in the um he was only 44 prince marky d of the right. fat boys he died of a heart failure. Craig Mack was 47 when he died of heart failure. Uh, Fife Dog from A Tribe Called Quest was 45. Biz Markey was 57, um, and he died from diabetes. So although this article talked about the the violence that has plagued hip-hop, um, there's quite a, quite a lot of artists that are dying from preventable diseases, man. And it also, Big Y. Big Y wasn't mentioned in this article, uh, but Big Y, we just lost him from probably a preventable uh, disease. I believe it was diabetes, man. So I think that was an um, interesting part of the article as well. No, no doubt, man. And all those people you name, you, you, they definitely were health issues, you know. Um, some of them, though, you know, I could say the DMX is, you know what I mean, doing drugs for a long time, the poisonous lifestyle he lived, like somebody mentioned, you know what I mean? Yeah, all those things play a factor. But sometimes with this, these heart attacks, you know, um, sometimes those could be drug related, but sometimes, man, it's just you got a, a history of these things. You got a history of diabetes. You got a history of, you know, of, of heart attacks in your family or, or, or congestive heart failure. You know what I mean? Some of these things are, are hereditary. You know, some of these things are from poisonous and, and bad choices in, in their lifestyle. You know, so, uh, yeah, these dudes are dying young, but at the same time, I'm wondering how many of these, uh, um, Deaths in that nature can be prevented, you know. Uh, once you get out there, man, like I say, they living like rock stars, man. These dudes ain't drinking water. They're going on stage. I believe somebody just, you know, I was on stage the other day and damn near passed out, fainted or something. You know, this, this shit is happening because people are not taking care of themselves, but it's also at the same time some of these designer drugs or some of these things they doing to stay up 24 hours and three days so they can do shows and, 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 and not taking care of your health. Some of this shit is really just hereditary that, you know, you probably couldn't prevent if you wanted to. You know, so, um, but like I say, you know, um, it's definitely, if you look at the old school rappers, they, they died. 
you know, but if you look at the new school rappers, they getting murdered, you know, so it is a difference. It is a different culture change, you know, and um, some of these young rappers not living long enough for us to see if they would, you know, did have some kind of, you know, uh, 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 kidney problems, liver problems, heart problems, you know, because they get knocked off 20, 21, 23 years old. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just un- un- unfortunate, man. You know, this is the um, the author of this article, A.D. Carson. He's a professor. He's a professor of hip hop at the University of Virginia. And he recently dropped this article about uh, rappers dying young. I'll put a link to this article in the show notes. I thought it was very eye opening, especially the health part of it, man, because um, I think the health part, uh, a lot of this health stuff is preventable and it would definitely reduce um, the, the, the death rate of rappers. Um, but another interesting part of the article before we move on is that uh, in terms of the ones that are murdered, in terms of the ones that are murdered, it was interesting t- to read that the record sales of the artists that are murdered usually skyrocket to four and five times more than the rate that they were selling in the first place. So uh, I don't know <laughs> what that's all about. Uh, we're, we're more interested in listening to, to dead or murdered artists music rather than listening to them alive. And of course, I'm sure the headlines of them being killed uh, makes us more aware of them. I had never heard of PNB Rock before, but I didn't go rush to go download his music either. But I'm sure a lot of people did that. And uh, I guess that's part of, of the culture. No, no doubt, you know what I mean? But it's also a part of the, you know, the situation of people putting themselves in certain beefs for fame, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it was coming up when if you wanted to be known, you know what I mean? You was going to take a shot at Jay-Z, you was going to take a shot at DMX, you was going to take a shot at certain people just to get your name out there, you know, even if they murdered you, you know, on the lyrics on the back end, you know what I mean? You know, it, it was going to get you known and people was going, you know, so it's the same way. I had never heard of PNB Rock. It's a whole lot of rappers you know, that I, I don't hear of until, you know what I mean? I actually hadn't heard of King Von, you know what I mean? But I did go back because of my son and listening to King Von music. And, uh, you know, I like some of it, you know what I mean? So, um, so in actuality, Leah, like you say, you know, some of these dudes get knocked off. People go run and check out their music. That's, that's in every genre. But at the same time, man, you know, it's still a tragic thing. You know, dudes out here trying to get their bread, trying to, you know, make some money for your family. Cause that's what it really was supposed to be about. A lot of these dudes, man you trying to go out there and get the money you know what i mean a whole lot of these dudes if it wasn't for the money you wouldn't rap if wasn't no money in it it was just a hobby you probably wouldn't even do it you know so it's a it's a it's a way to get money everybody know entertainment is the way to get fast millions you know so uh but at the same time man they getting themselves in the situations or jealousy within they click or crew or they homeboys or somebody that didn't got into most of the time alex is jealousy man somebody gonna come knock you down because you got what they don't have or you didn't look out like they felt you supposed to Hey, man, I think there's too many of us brothers out here aspiring to be rap artists. When we could be aspiring to do some other stuff. Uh, and we, we shouldn't chase that fast money because uh, that fast money ain't always uh, good money. It ain't long money. Uh, that fast money is mostly short money. But, um, yeah, man, I, I'm disappointed. I, I, I meet a rapper almost every day, man, when I'm out here in these streets, man. And everyone wants to spit bars and everyone is trying to get on YouTube. And uh, there's just too many other things that we could aspire to be, man. And I think a lot of us is, is caught in this trap, man, this rap trap. And, and uh, even um, when it comes to sports, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
it's it's either it's either entertaining or or dribbling a basketball, man. And and we, and we a whole lot talent more talented and 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 we're smarter than that. And I think that I think the society has just told our people that that's all we good enough to do, man. Well, at the end of the day, you know, I look at it like this as well, though. You know what I mean? If you talented, you know, if you can go out there and run up a hundred, couple hundred million, like say John Morant, you know what I mean? Man, go out there, run that money up, man. So you can, you know, that's 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 a, a, a lifetime of money for you, your family, your grandkids, your grandkids, grandkids. You know what I mean? Go out there and get it. You got to think, man. Our grandfathers broke broke their back, Alex. You know what I mean? Plowing and in fields and doing all kind of crazy jobs in order to keep a roof over our parents' head. Wasn't no glitz or no glamour to it. You know what I mean? They didn't have no hell of a life. They didn't ride Harleys and you know dry lowriders and shit. And you know they they was strictly man just taking care of their family because that's all they could afford to do. You know, so now you get a generation to where you can get out and go make, you know, millions upon millions. You know what I mean? My whole thing about it, and I know it's their money. They can do what the fuck they want to do with it. But at the same time, man, put some of this money to good use. You know, buy land, you know, buy property. Put your put your family in your in a certain situation, bro, and, and, and not all the flaws and, you know what I mean, you know, and things of that nature, man. You know, that's my whole thing about with them going to run out this money. Do some good with it. You know, not just showing somebody, you know, if you got millions and millions of dollars, you wearing Gucci, don't impress me. You know what I mean? You know, we know you can buy that. We know you could afford that. Don't impress me because you got a, a Gucci backpack and you worth a hundred million dollars. That that don't impress me. You know what I mean? So so my whole thing is if, if, if maybe you do live a short life, but if you did and you went out there, man, and you put some money in a trust for your family, you know, you put, you know, 50 million, 10 million in a trust for your family and something was to happen to you, man, you, you made a, you made some good decisions with it. You know what I mean? You know, you did something good for 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 your people not to have to struggle as hard. So that's my whole thing about it. You know, if dudes living a fast life and running up to millions, you know, make some good decisions, man, so your family on the back end can be took care of. Man, they only got four hundred job applications in the NBA. There's only four hundred seats no for doubt. Uh, for what about uh I don't know. Let's say thousands and thousands and thousands of kids across the country are trying to get those 400 seats. All right, man. Let's. Hey, um, would, hey would you Alex, say? Real, I, I got. Um, I don't know if these people want to be uh, even acknowledged, man. But I gotta acknowledge these people, uh, Ron and Maddie. You know, every time we do Streets and Scholars, man, or, you know, they 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 always send a few dollars, man, in their appreciation and say they love the show, man. They love what we doing on um, Streets and Scholars and over here in LG Unleashed, man. And I, ju- I just, maybe they didn't even want to be acknowledged, you know what I mean? But I just felt, you know what I mean, it was uh, uh, that I would because, man, they they always look out, you know, and, and, and I appreciate it, man. You know what I mean? I really do. Oh, man, definitely, man. I appreciate all the listeners on the podcast. Uh, hey, I want to move on to this uh, this next story here because this was a this was a big story uh, last year in January. This is before we actually started the podcast. I think we started in February, right? Did we start in February? Yeah, we started in February. Yeah. So this um, this LAPD officer got got shot and killed. He was off duty. Let me um say that he was off duty officer that got shot and killed over in um in LA, I'm going to play this quick clip and we're going to talk about uh, what happened to these guys that uh, got arrested for it shortly thereafter. But it's been, um, it was, it was a huge story uh, when it happened and then it just kind of went away. Uh, Let me play this quick clip here. Here we go. 
entirely switch gears here right now and uh, go back to a story that I actually broke to you right here on Live Now from Fox yesterday. Uh, several people have been detained in the shooting death of an off-duty LAPD officer in South LA. This is video that we brought to you yesterday of the procession as his uh, former colleagues brought him his body, his flag-draped casket to the medical examiner's office. It was quite a somber moment there. Uh, meanwhile, we're also learning more about the young officer who had a promising future. He was uh, allegedly with his girlfriend when all of this happened. So Mario Ramirez is, is outside of the LAPD station in the Pico Union neighborhood, joining us live with more details on this investigation. Uh, Mario, this was such a heartbreaking story that we brought our viewers yesterday. So uh, what are we learning as this investigation has progressed over the last 24 hours? Yeah, well, we know several people have been taken into custody for questioning. No official charges have been filed, no official arrests, but uh, we are waiting for more information on that. Meanwhile, it's really been a tough week for local law enforcement and first responders. Last week, we were talking about an L.A. County firefighter who died on the job during a house fire. Now, this off-duty LAPD officer who was shot and killed during an alleged attempted robbery in South L.A. And we're at that police station where he was stationed uh, here in the Pico Union neighborhood, just west of downtown town LA. We'll show you his picture here. 27-year-old Fernando Arroyos, he was a three-year veteran with the LAPD, shot and killed Monday night in a South LA neighborhood while with his girlfriend looking at a home they were interested in buying. Before, the couple was targeted by at least three men in a black pickup truck in what authorities describe as an attempted armed robbery. All right, I'll stop it there because what I wanted to talk about is this officer, uh, Arroyos, was allegedly house shopping in the in his neighborhood off of Florence. I mean, I don't know if it's not his neighborhood, but he was in the Florence neighborhood. But he was house house shopping at like nine or ten o'clock at night. This is when he got shot. This is when uh, these guys robbed and shot him. And I just always found that bizarre that someone would be house shopping at like nine p.m. at night when it's clearly dark. Um, do you remember this story at all from from a year ago or, or over a year I, ago? Yeah, I don't actually. Um, I read about, about it, but no, I don't remember specifically. Yeah. Um, so so when, when he was when it was reported that he was house shopping, a lot of people thought that this is there's something fishy going on here. Who who the heck house shops at at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night? And and what was really going on with this officer who was with his girlfriend when uh, he got robbed and shot and killed? Uh, by uh, some gang members allegedly, but uh, here's the here's the thing: uh, three three gang members were were um, just pled guilty, just pled guilty. Uh, Luis Alfredo uh, Rosa Rios, uh, Ernesto Cisneros, 24 years old, uh, Luis is 29 years old, and Jesse Contreras, 35 years old, all pled guilty to uh, let's see to to killing Officer Fernando Arroyos. And my question is. Why would these guys plead guilty on a, on a case where they're going to get stretched out on? Why not make the government take them to court? This is a federal case, by the way. Why why not just say, take me to trial? You know, why plead guilty to murder? Because you know you're going to get you, you're not getting a deal pleading guilty to murder, right? 
Uh, well, basically, they 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 damn near did. You know, they probably spared them their life. You know, from what I read, you know that they 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 looking at between two of them is looking at between thirty five and fifty, and one of them is looking at up to thirty five. So you got to understand, depending if you twenty four years old, Alex, and you get thirty five years and shit, you got actually coming back home. You know what I mean? So the feds, you know, they run their shit a little different. You know, they, they have different guidelines. They have different rules when fighting these murder cases, you know. And and it's a lot of people that I've seen in, in, in federal institutions with murders, then they didn't have an L behind it. You know what I mean? They just had a whole bunch of time, you know, 40 years, you know. So, um, you know, so these dudes might have did plead guilty, and that probably was the deal. You know, well, we're going to keep it between, for two of them, we're going to keep it between 35 and 50. You know, we're not going to give you the death penalty. We're not going to give you a life sentence behind it. So that's why I really believe that they took the time like that. And they took it fast because it's only been a year, you know, in the state. You fight a murder three, four years before you even get to a resolution. Feds came at them swift and fast. You know, look, this is what we got. This is what we don't have. Um, here, go, here go a deal for 35 to 50. Y'all sign this. Or that's what the prosecution recommended, 35 to 50. Uh, the, the judge can give them 27. You know what I mean? So depending on who played what role, depending on, you know, what they know is all the facts, you know, they definitely can uh, 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 definitely took the plea agreement, Alex, based on they they might have promised them a range, you know? Yeah. And this was supposed to be a state case, but the uh, the sheriff uh, Villanueva, who was the sheriff at the time, he did not want to take this to uh, uh, George Gascon. He did not want this case to be tried by the L.A. County uh, prosecutors because he believed, you know, he falsely believed that George Gascon was just somehow going to give this these people, you know, a deal to where they weren't going to go to prison, which is crazy. So he he sent this case to the feds and they, they picked it up pretty quick. And and here we are, what, uh, 18 months later, and it's pretty much done. They're, they're all going to prison. Um, they all, all three of these guys pled guilty. And, but we still, there's still some unanswered questions on why was this off-duty police officer shopping for houses in the hood at 9 p.m. at night? And uh, I couldn't find that, that answer addressed anywhere, man. Do, do you find that bizarre at all? Well, I'm going to go back to the first part where you said that, uh, that they might have didn't want to take it to Gascon and shit, but they probably would have got an L had they took it to the state. They might have been better off taking it to the state, Alice, because they probably could have got 25 with a lot, with an L on it. A lot of times you get that L nowadays, man. It's hard, very, very hard to come home from, it, you know. Um, when you go to the feds and you don't get that L, you got a date, you know what I mean? You know, like I said, if the 24-year-old get 35, he got a date. You know what I mean? He go do 29 off of it and come home, you know. So um, I, I think they would have been better off taking it to the state, you know, from their perspective, because um, um, they probably would have got the L in the, in the state. Now, as far as him out house shopping at nine o'clock at night, well, I'm going to be honest with you, Alex. When I go house shopping, I do that shit. I, I go see some houses I want, you know, and uh, and what I do is I go back to that neighborhood at night just to see what's going on in that neighborhood. You know, it could have been that could have been a situation to see who hangs out. If he finna try to, you know, buy a house where gang members hang out in front of his house or down the street. Or it could have been a situation, you know, where a nagging wife, come on, honey, I want to see it again. I want to see it again. You know, you know how the wives get, you know, and he drove out there to see it. So then, you know, but but you never know. Um why was he trying to move that deep in the hood? I don't know. I understand he want to be a pillar of the community that he work in. But at the same time, bro, you ain't exempt. As You know, these these some of these officers think they're exempt. You know, when you take that badge off, homie, you a regular person in the streets and in, in the eyes of other people. You know, and just like you saw at this moment, you know, they jumped out on you, robbed you. You know, um, 
you know, how it all went wrong, I don't know, you know, but at the same time, man, you lost your life, you know, trying to move in the hood because if you wasn't looking for that house in the hood, you wouldn't have been there to get robbed. So, you know, some circumstances of that. It's a reason that people, you know, like myself and like others, we don't live in the hood no more. You know what I mean? You know, uh, we don't give people that action, you know, to just randomly, you know, uh, we, we try to move in decent neighborhood. And, and if this dude had any kids, I don't know. He was kind of young, so he made it didn't have many kids. But if he did, Alex, who want to, you know, I mean, you want to raise your kids right there in the hood. You know, I mean, yeah, you could send them to private school, but they can't walk to the store. They can't go out and play in the street. They can't ride their big wheels around the corners with without sometimes it being some kind of dangers. You know what I mean? So, you know, uh, you, you write it. it, it it sounds fishy, but, uh, you know, it's, there's many reasons he could have been over there, man, looking at that time of night. Yeah, man. Um, it says here in this uh, in this uh, indictment explanation, it says the three gang members pled guilty Thursday before U.S. District Judge Percy Anderson, who scheduled sentencing hearings on September 25th for Rios and Contreras and October 16th sentencing for Cisneros. As a result of their guilty plea, each defendant faces a statutory maximum sentence of life in federal prison. Prosecutors have agreed to seek terms of between 35 and 50 years in prison for Rios and Cisneros and a prison term of 35 years for Contreras. So back to what you were saying, FG, they might have got a better sentence at the feds because at least uh, Cisneros looks like he's looking at a flat 35. Right, so, no doubt. Yeah. So that means he's coming home, you know, in probably like, what, 85% in 30 years, whereas in the state, they could have just kept denying him parole for the rest of his life. No doubt, no doubt. You know, when that date coming that fizz, they're gonna let him out, you know. So yeah, they they might have came and then and then don't forget, Alex, you know, you've been in in in, in uh um uh red paperwork and, and, and been in court and witness many murder cases. Some of these murder cases don't be as airtight as people think. They think because you're arrested for murder that these people have all the details. They, you know, you finna get, you know, locked up. But, you know, when we talking about taking a person's life for a murder conviction, you know what I mean? It has to be within a reasonable doubt, you know, and 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 and, and sometimes you don't get that. So, you know, I don't know all the details of how much they knew about this situation. You know, at the end, it seemed like they knew maybe they pleaded guilty to that but in the beginning they probably wasn't saying nothing and they didn't have a whole lot you know what i mean so um could have just been a situation where, listen man we we not even finna we gonna offer them this you know um and 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 let's go about our business because it seemed like they would have been trying to get a you know a death penalty or something for for a, 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 a police officer yeah man and for those who haven't figured it out all three of these guys they're from florence 13 and you know what's funny when, when i'm reading this uh this paperwork it got their nicknames um and it similar to the way when i when we read your indictment it says frank thornton aka fg like they put your name in your nickname your street name in the official government document so they got luis alfredo as a uh, little malo <laughs> they got ernesto cisneros as spooky and they got Jesse Contreras as Flacco. Like, do they really need to put these names in the paperwork? I just think it's it's unnecessary and it doesn't really make a difference. No, no doubt. But at the same time, man, they also let you know that they know they to speaking exactly to you. 
You know, some people have similar names. You know, it's other, you know, Frank Thornton's out there, you know, but at the same time, man, you know what I mean? They going to make sure that this is you, bro. You know what I mean? We going to put your real name, your government. We going to put your moniker. You know, we going to put all that in there, man, and, and let you know we know what's going on. So, um, um, and then not to mention, Alex, you know, like I say, man, we used to see that state of California, you know, uh, uh, Frank Thornton versus the state of California, you know, on your paperwork. You, you didn't get that scared, you know, but when you see that United States of America versus, you know, and it's your name, man, you'd be like, damn, I done pissed off the whole United States of America and ain't nothing to play with, homie. So, but, uh, but I do think, um, if these guys are, are guilty and they took that deal, man, I think that would have, that was the best thing for them, just to be honest with you, you know, didn't play with these people and end up with a, with a, uh, a death sentence. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, it's just interesting how quietly this story has, um, has moved forward. It's just so much news. I guess there's not enough time to talk about everything, but Hey man, they, um, the Las Vegas police department, it looks like they want to arrest somebody for the Tupac murder, even though it's been, uh, what, almost 30 years or 30 20 years. Yeah. Well, that was 96. So 27 years ago, right? That's all it's been 26, 27. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know murder has no statute of limitations, but I'm always, uh, I'm of the, of the school that, Hey, if, if it's been 25 years since the crime has happened, People move on. People get families. People get married. They start having kids. They move to another state. They become members of the PTA. They become pillars of the community. Yeah, they made a mistake 30 years ago. But do we really got to punish punish someone 30 years later? And I guess when it comes to murder, um, I don't believe there's not a state in the country that has a statute of limitations for murder. So murder is one of those cases that they can come get you when you're 80 years old and still put you behind bars. So it looks like the investigation into this Tupac, this uh, Tupac homicide from 96, uh, it looks like it's picking up some some steam and that there's um, possible arrest in the very near future. No, no doubt. You know, I hear what you're saying about uh, you you saying that after so long, but at the same time, man, I still think they should have bust that lady upside her head who did that to Emmett Till, man. They should have, I don't care if she was 106, they supposed to should have <laughs> went, you know, and, and locked her ass up. <laughs> but speaking on this uh, Tupac thing, man, yeah, it's been a long time, man, you know, um, but at the same time, you know, um, maybe new evidence is they come across new evidence, you know, and maybe, you know, they had the evidence all the time and maybe they just was waiting. You know, murder don't have a, 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 a statute of limitations. You know what I mean? That's why people who've been in the streets and doing certain shit when they get on these platforms, you know, is it, certain shit you don't say. You know what I mean? You don't implement yourself in certain shit. Um YouTube and interviews and shit, things of that nature could have played a big part of it. Uh, from what I read is a, they they got wind of it when they was uh, watching a, either a movie or a documentary and they came across a book. You know what I mean? And, 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 and Alex, it must have been something in that book that, you know, um, you know, admitted something that they didn't know because they said until they got the book. That's when they ramped up investigations again. So uh, maybe somebody stuck their foot in their mouth, bro. You know when when they should have should shouldn't have, and uh, now they got a whole uh, situation on their hands. You know that's crazy because that book you're talking about is the book that Keefe D wrote, and um, the book that Keefe D wrote, uh, according to one of these articles, uh, I guess got the attention of investigators in in Las Vegas. 
And you know what's crazy is that the the co-author of that book hit me up before the book came out and asked me if I would be willing to write like a small paragraph or like a one page blurb so that they can put like on the back of the cover of, you know, supporting the book. So so I said, all right, I'll I'll consider it. And and I wasn't really I I didn't really want to do it because I felt like Keefe D threw his nephew under the bus to Greg Kading about the murders of Pac. So I was like, damn, do I really want to write a a paragraph in support of Keefe D's book. So I said, you know what, send send me a copy of the book and and I'll think about it. And they sent me a copy of the book. I read it. And when I got to a part in that book where Keefe D claims that the reason why they busted on Pac over there on the corner of Flamingo and Colville is because Tupac pulled out a gun. And once I got to that part, I was like, oh, I'm done with Keefe D because I know that this ain't never happened in in 20 plus something years. Nobody ever mentioned that Pac pulled a gun. And I believe that was Keefe D playing strategy, saying to himself, hey, if the police ever decide to come at me, I got a self-defense. I'll just say Pac pulled the gun out first. Therefore, we shot second. So uh, that's my my uh, Keefe D story. And the, and the co-author of that book was a guy named um, Youssef Ja. And Yusef mm-hmm. Jha, did an, he did an amazing book on gangs back in the, in 95, where he interviewed T. Rogers and he interviewed a whole bunch of gang members. So I, I was in, I was into Yusef Jha's work. So that's one reason why I considered it. But I end up never doing the uh, I never wrote the the page for the book. Right, right. Yeah, I never read the book, you know what I mean? But I do remember vividly, you know, the night that happened, you know, but uh but yeah, bro, they that investigation then picked up some steam some kind of way, Alex, and and, and they basically saying that they, you know, may be finding somebody to, you know, press some charges against. I don't know who, but but sound like somebody um is 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 maybe in trouble in the near future. Quick clip, man. This just dropped uh this morning. Vanessa Murphy. We start with breaking news first from our 8 News Now investigators. Metro Police confirming they searched a home Monday as part of the ongoing investigation into the death of Tupac Shakur. The rapper who was shot and killed one block off the Las Vegas Strip in September of 1996. Sources say detectives served the search warrant at a home in Henderson near Interstate 11 and Wagon Wheel Drive. No one is in custody at this time. We'll keep you posted as we learn more. Know anybody that lives near Wagon Wheel Drive and Interstate 11, you might be able to figure out who the heck they're talking about, but the... The police aren't saying any names so far. They've been very um, secretive about their investigation, but I think it's pretty obvious um, <laughs> who they're looking at. Oh, no doubt. They they mentioned a few things that, you know, that, that, that line us up to know exactly who they're talking about, man. And unfortunately, you, even the way they worded it in the thing is like, you know what I mean? You know, we just get some, we'll get him on accessory or get him, you know, you know, something such after the fact, you know, man, they looking for, they want to close this case out and they want to close it with something. So, you know what I mean? You know, they got their eyes on somebody. They got their eyes on a suspect. You know what I mean? They may have their eyes on a few of them, you know, whether it's accomplice you know, or, or, or things of that nature, but they finna put the hammer down on somebody, man. And unfortunately, you know, after 30 years, when you think you're safe, you know, you're not, 
you know what I mean? So, you know, when dudes jumping on here and they wonder why I talk like I talk, you know, or don't don't say what I don't say, you know what I mean? You know, you got to be mindful, man, that these people can come back and shit from something you did, a book you wrote, something you said on Instagram and all that shit and use that shit against you, you know? So uh, we're going to see how this play out, man. You know, it's been 30 years, you know, it'll be, you know, it, you know, for all these years for them to come do something. Now, now that's crazy, you know, but at the same time, if they just getting some evidence that they looking for, you know, uh, I believe somebody pissed somebody off and made them go back and do some more looking and, and, and they just going to find something, you know what I mean? Yeah, but we got to remember that you still, you still need witnesses when you have a case. Um, without witnesses, um, it's very difficult, but maybe the witnesses to the police are going to be the book and um, his his confession. Maybe that's enough. Is that enough evidence? A, a book you wrote and maybe a confession you made like 20 years ago that they have on audio. Is that enough evidence? Yeah, no doubt. Ain't no question about it. You know what I mean? You know uh, what you was doing to keep them off you for all these years. Who's to say? You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, maybe your good graces and shit ran out. You know what I mean? And, you know, you can't help them no more. And they don't give a shit about you. You know what I mean? You know, listen, I just seen a video just uh, uh, today. Matter of fact, I was watching uh, Spider Loke uh, on live today. And, you know, he putting up a video of, of, of from surveillance uh, inside of a jail cell. Alex, we can't get those. You feel me? So these are the people from these jails or people that work in these jails that's putting these things out. So a lot of these people are going to get exposed, homie, when they think some of these audios is hid and they not. Some of these motherfucking videos is hid and they not. You know what I mean? So you know why people sitting up lying and talk about all this shit. You never know what can come out later on from from those interviews people doing with authority. So, you know, man, you you it, it, it's crazy, man, that... um. People think they're going to get away forever, you know, and they, you know, making statements. All right. Listen to this clip real quick. This is another clip about the, the investigation into Tupac's murder. Now at 11, new developments in the decades-long murder investigation of rapper Tupac Shakur. Police warning people to come out with their hands up as they execute a search warrant at a home in the Las Vegas area. This is video just into our newsroom of that response last night. Detectives and prosecutors say they determined they had enough information to proceed with a court-authorized search. Tupac Shakur was killed in a drive-by shooting in Las Vegas in 1996 at the age of 25. No one was ever arrested. Tupac has sold more than 75 million records worldwide and is in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hello, I'm Mark All right, Brown. that's uh, that was some interesting footage of the way the way they uh they went on whoever's block that was to serve a search warrant. Um, it looked like they had like vans, trucks, everything just coming for for an old homicide case. No, nah, no doubt. You know they going in there and trying to um. Uh, take anything that, that can pertain to it, you know, in these situations, you know, especially, you know, um, phones with details, computers with details, you know, like I say, uh, uh, um, if anybody was, say, writing a book or, or, or telling a story, they getting all that information, man, because, you know, sometimes people do slip, you know. So uh, right now we don't know what they went in there and got, but they, they if they had a search warrant, they had their eye on something that they went in there and got. Sometimes you put the pressure on the right person, Alex, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, you can get some shit up out of them. I don't, like you said, I don't know who house this is. I don't know who relative house this is. But at the same time, man, after 30 years, some people don't want to go. They might have did the time 30 years ago. They don't want to do it today. You know what I mean? So so uh, we'll see how this work out, man. It's definitely going to be in the news, man.
Yeah, I think that um, what they were looking for, well, they obviously ain't looking for like um, physical evidence connected to the murder. They're not looking for guns, bullets, ammunition, shell casings. All of that stuff is gone. But what I do think they might be looking for are early drafts that he wrote of his book. Because he might have had different drafts where he did say exactly how it went down. And maybe his co-author was like, hey, let's rewrite. Yeah, let's rewrite that. Let's rewrite this chapter. So they might have, that's probably the number one thing they're looking for. Revisions of his book before the final revision. Um, And that might be some some hell of evidence against him, man. Um, So, yeah, I think it's clearly, clearly Keefe D. If uh, I, I don't recommend anyone to dox this brother but if you know he lives near wagon wheel drive and interstate 11 then that's who that's who they're investigating right now and uh was that video of that spider lug was talking about related to uh king von it definitely was you know what yeah. i mean and i was just shocked on how you know like you say they getting videos of of inside of you know uh, of facilities you know what i mean so you know you know i guess for a dollar you know the, the co's will do anything you know how this shit go you know what i mean but at the same time man you know for all these dudes is thinking that they you know police telling y'all it's going they're gonna keep it a secret you know that shit come out one day man and you know bite you in the ass all right man our last story here is about uh carly russell from uh alabama and the hoover police department did a they just did a press conference i'm sure you probably didn't get to see it they just did a press conference uh i believe the chief of hoover police who was dressed in a nice uh a nice blazer i don't think i've ever seen a police officer dressed like that this officer had on a suit like um like my man from um um, Shannon Sharp, you know, he was dressed <laughs> by Shannon Sharp, but um, they, they haven't accused her of doing anything illegal yet in this press conference. And I'm talking about Carly Russell, who claimed that she was kidnapped and then she popped up at her parents' house a couple days later. The police went over there to investigate um, and she's the one that claimed that there was a baby on the side of the freeway that was somewhere between the ages of two and four on July 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turns out that there's no evidence to back up her, her story. They have video cameras on the freeway. They even have a video camera of her on the freeway. There's no evidence that any of this stuff happened. And it looks like the law enforcement is going to be arresting her for reporting a, a false story in the next few days, man. Did you get a chance to tap in with this crazy Carly Carly Russell story. You know, I did, you know, and I started seeing a bunch of different videos and things, you know, even showing my daughters and them, you know what I mean? When you see cones set up in the street or you see certain things in certain area, I mean, if you don't see an actual, you know, the the the, the city van, you don't see the actual a, a police car, you don't see certain shit, don't stop for that shit. You know what I mean? Baby on the side of the road, hey man, you know, so, um, but it, it was a strange story to me, you know what I mean? Just to see a baby and you jumped out and now all of a sudden you... You've been abducted, and th- then you found um, Alex. In my mind, it could have went two ways. It could have really went that way. She jumped out and tried to help something, and and got abducted. Uh, media blew up so much on it that the people said, "We don't want this kind of heat," and let her go. You know what I mean? Um, now they could have saying, uh, "Now, now they want to try to say she may be mentally ill." You know what I mean? At the end of the day, man, I, I don't know the truth. This woman really could have been abducted. And once they found out how much press and much heat was coming, they didn't want to be a part of this and end up letting her go. And, and, and 
you know, she maybe don't remember everything. Maybe they did knock her out. Maybe they did drug her. You know, I just don't know. But it's a it's a it's a crazy story, man. I just don't I don't get it. What's your take on it? Uh, I, I don't believe it because there's no there's there's nothing to support it. There's not a shred of evidence. There's nothing to support her story. Um, her parents are believing her, though. Her parents clearly said that they believe that her daughter was abducted. Um, they got her on video ordering some food from a place called Tezeki's. Uh, she went to Target at um, shortly before this uh, this uh, so-called abduction occurred. She calls 911. Okay, she goes to Target at about 924. She calls 911 mm-hmm. at 934. And then she goes missing at 936. Um, and then everything was left in her car. Uh, the food from Tzeki's was left in the car. Her, her iPhone, uh, the stuff she bought from Target, an Apple Watch, and this uh, infamous wig that everyone seems to put a lot of emphasis on. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that was left in the car. Um, and then they find, she appears at her, uh, her place two days later. The police go there. They interview her shortly. Um, and they now in the press conference, they said they want to do a follow up interview with her and they're not giving the follow up interview right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's looking good for her. I don't think her story is matching up with the evidence that the police have. Um, there's no one else that reported a baby abducted. There is no missing baby. And they also said that she has no prior history of mental health. Also, the last thing that just came out in this press conference just today, this just hit, is that she did a bunch of searches. They, they got all her searches. Mm-hmm. She did she did some unusual uh, searches on the Internet. She searched um, Amber Alert. She searched about the movie Taken, which is about being abducted. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did she search? She searched about um, Amber Alert, the movie Taken, and about a Birmingham bus station. So the chief of police of Hoover, the Hoover police are saying that her searches are unusual and it's pretty clear that the police don't believe her either. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. See, I didn't have all that information about this. That's crazy how they could just it's go in your searches, man. Yeah, I'm this just saying that's crazy how they can go in your searches and just see what you was Googling and shit. You know what I mean? You know, um, but um, yeah. That story just took me for another loop, you know what I mean? But let me ask you this. What have she done criminal uh, outside of... Now, who called the police? Okay, she called 911. Bam. She 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 somehow found her way home or found her way to her parents' house two days later. Yeah. So basically, only thing you got right now was making a false uh, uh, accusation on... 911 is is that the only crime that was committed here? Well, you know the chief of police was asked that question in the press conference and he said he it's a little too early to go into that we're still investigating. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, she she pops up at her her family's house on the 15th 2 days later on foot. And um she told she gave the same story that she was kidnapped, she was abducted. Um, she's told a story about uh, a man with orange hair that had a bald spot, took her. He was with a woman. He She never saw the woman. She just heard the voice. They took her to some trailer that was connected to a, a truck. Uh, she got snatched in the woods. Uh, the unfortunate thing is just th- there's no evidence of any of this happening. So, um, but, I, but, if it's, but if it's evidence of it not happening, though, see, the thing about it, though, Alex, you know, you down in Alabama, bro. 
you ain't on, you know, Western or, or Maine or something. You on, you in Alabama, bro. You know what I mean? And 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 you ain't never even heard of Hoover, Alabama. You know what I mean? So some abduction, abductions can go down so easy in some of these places. I've been in these Tennessee, certain parts of Utah, man, where there ain't nobody out there. You know what I mean? You know, and and I ain't saying Hoover ain't a city and nothing like that, but it ain't like Los Angeles, you know. But on the flip side, you know, uh, I believe she could have been abducted. You know, um, now it just takes me for a loop when you get to talking about the searches. You know, the taking the this, that, the other. You know, I just don't know what the what what what, what would she be trying to accomplish by, you know, saying she was abducted and then she just left her phone, left her car, left her food, left her everything just and they found it. You know, I I, I would have left a lot of I mean, even if she was staging it, shit, I would have took the food. I gotta eat. You know what I mean? But I, I don't get it. What's her point? What was her end game? What was what was she set to accomplish from this? I, I believe, like I say, man, is is highly possible. Uh only thing throwing me for a loop is the searches. But if it wasn't for the searches and things of that nature, man, I would believe that, she, you know, she is possible she could have got duck, abducted. You're not going to find a baby because if they use the baby for bait, ain't no missing baby because it was their baby or somebody they knew baby or something of that nature. Um, um, what would they plan to do with her when they did abduct her? Like I say, the heat could have got so hot. They was like, no, get her up out of here because, you know, but at the same time, man, I, I, man it's, it's shit. That's wild. I don't, I don't know what to say about it. Well, um, the parents are standing with her and, um, it, it just seems, it just seems outlandish that a, a baby would be on the side of the freeway. And she described the baby as a white baby wearing a t-shirt and only a, um, a diaper and that nobody else saw this baby on a freeway that had a lot of traffic. And uh, she also gave a 911 call and the 911 call, it was very normal. It was very relaxed. She, she gave um, mm. details and descriptions of what she saw. And, um, but yeah, the searches are a little bizarre and the police said that there's no evidence of a crime. So that means that they don't believe her and that they, they want to interview her again. And here's the, here's a question that no one's been able to answer. Where was she at for these two? If it was a hoax, if she wasn't kidnapped, where was she for these last two days? Where has she been for the last 48 hours? Uh, no one seems to be able to answer that question either. And I think that's the that's the key here. And who knows? Um, I gave you that information on the searches because that just came from the chief's press conference. Maybe maybe they're misinterpreting the searches. I don't know. They didn't pr they didn't provide any evidence of these searches. We would have to wait for a trial if there would ever be a trial but we just going on the word of the police right now that she did these searches so so fg without these searches it seems like this is a very possible scenario it's a possible scenario she down in in, in, in hoover alabama i don't see that much uh and, and and uh is what what is she black white what what is she carly russell's a sister Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, I don't see the police giving that much help, you know, down in those parts like that, man. You know what I mean? So they not finna use no bunch of resources. Now, the thing that they do might uh, uh, hit her with is how much resources was used to look for. You know, if they come deem that she was, you know, bullshitting or something like that, 
they will hit her with a bill to say, you know, you use $50,000, $100,000 worth of resources looking for you, ambulance, police department, fire department, whatever. And they will put her on trial for that bill. You know what I mean? But um, as far as a crime being committed, you know what I mean? Who who's can say she really didn't? You can't say she committed a crime by calling 911 saying she saw a baby based on what if she really did see one? You know, you can't prove that. You can't say prove that she didn't see one. Um on the flip side, uh, like I say, man, I, I believe it's highly possible. Um, strange thing is like with the with the searches, but you know what is that? That could be a coincidence. Like you say, where was she for forty eight hours? Um, who knows? Uh, but at the same time, man, I, I her mother nor her mental capacity. You know, the, when the police interviewed her, they can see if she you know, seem like she coming down from a drug high or see if she, you know, got any, you know, how how bright she is, you know what I mean? How, you know, but I don't got enough details to, to really, you know, pinpoint, you know, what even could have happened. Yeah. One of her searches, according to the, to the police was how much does an Amber alert cost? This is prior. So that, that is an unusual search to do like, uh, you know, a day before this happens. And these are, these are, relatively uh these searches were done close to the incident happening prior to the incident so the police actually said in the press conference that these searches are unusual considering these circumstances um but hey she better get a lawyer and i don't think she should do another interview with the police because all they're going to try to do is trip her up on something that she said before try to you know get her in a twist so she's doing the right thing by not giving the, that second interview, I believe. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I mean? But if nothing come out of this, you know what I mean? I think people are learning, the, you know, new traps and new things that people are doing to set people up, you know, in different areas across the nation, man. You know what I mean? And especially women. You know what I mean? So, you know, just be mindful out there when you guys out there, you know, uh, moving around and you see roadblocks and you see detours and you see certain things you know, kind of be paying attention, you know what I mean? Because sometimes some of this shit is a trap. It is evil people out there. It is people out there doing something. Uh, only thing I will add to this, Alex, is I believe that if she really was abducted, you know what I mean? I believe that, you know, the heat got turned up so fast that maybe the people who did do it didn't want that kind of heat and let her go. What was their reason for abducting her, you know, in the first place? I don't know, but even if it's even all true. So, man, this, this is going to be one thing that I think, being that where she was, they probably going to end up blaming her and sweeping it under the rug. But this shit really, truly could have happened. Well, the police came to Carly Russell's home after she she appeared uh, two days later and did that interview in her home. They want her to come down to the station and give an interview. And I wonder if they recorded that interview they did at, um, at her home to get her story. But um, they're not feeling it, man. And and I I kind of. I kind of believe that uh, I'm, I'm going with the police theory on this, that, uh, that no crime was committed. And hey, when she was describing her abductors as having um, orange hair with a bald spot, it's just weird details to give <laughs> that it seems like maybe she was just under the influence of something. Well, I thought of that as well, you know, and it seemed like that they would have did a toxicology uh, report, you know, to see if it was anything in their sister in her system. Um, you know, that's one of the first things I thought of, you know, maybe you should so high, man, she just tripped the fuck out, you know, but uh, if this is real, Alex, I don't want to, you know, say that, you know, this couldn't happen or I don't want to just say, you know, you know, she lying, you know what I mean? I, I just honestly got to say, I don't know. And, uh, and uh, at the end of the day, man, no matter whether she's 
you know, in trouble or not, at the end of the day, man, she all right. So, you know what I mean? I got to uh, say that that part right there, that's what's up. Yeah, I was just looking at my notes. Those searches she did were um, the same day at 12 in the 12 p.m. hour. Uh, she calls 911 at 934 p.m. So, you know, that's the that's kind of like the timeline to just, you know, ponder on. Think about that. You know, do are those searches relevant to this investigation? Uh, but you're right, though. They, they got to prove they got to prove that there was no baby. They got to prove that there was no abduction. And that's difficult to prove. You know, you got to prove the negative. Um, right, that's, right. That's difficult. But they do have footage of her car on on the highway on the interstate at night so it's hard to see but according to her story someone emerged from the woods and took her so i'm assuming if if they got this footage you could see her car parked on the highway mm-hmm. they could they could enhance this fo- footage and see if there was a person that came out of the woods where did she walk to did she just walk away or was she taken yeah, it away like she should have ran you know you see a person you ran but don't get me wrong you know i've you know i drove trucks for years so you know i've pulled on the on, on on the side of some shady highways you know myself you know whether to check something on the truck and i mean i'm double looking around just based on man it's spooky out here you know what i mean and uh, you know a, a wolf or something can grab you or you know so so i i i, I get what you're saying but at the same time man you know um this a weird. Uh, they gonna. I don't believe they ever gonna get to the the, the the real truth. I think they gonna see what's going on. You probably never hear from it again. They probably deem her. Um, maybe you know. Oh shit. Who knows, Alex? This 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 one crazy right here. I think they're gonna arrest her. I think they're gonna charge her with something, maybe a misdemeanor or something. Because the way they did a, a huge press conference this morning, man, and they wouldn't have spent that much time with the media answering questions. Uh, addressing this if they didn't have uh, a plan going forward. And I believe that plan is to take her into custody for some sort of uh, false reporting because, but yeah, um, that's pretty much all I got on the Carly Russell story. And I I know most people just don't believe her right off the bat. Hey, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen? You've been on these um, interstates, highways and freeways, probably more than anybody uh, driving that truck. You seen anything crazy on the, on the, on these roads back, you know, during, during your uh, career? No, no doubt, Alex. I've seen a bunch of things, bro. I've seen dude, people lose their life right in front of me. You know, I'm seeing, you know, a, a, a lot of weird things. I've been in town, Alex, where you know what I mean? Your big bad FG was scared to get out of the truck, bro. Because, you know, some of these towns, homie, and back, in, like I say, in, in, in places in Utah, between Colorado that people never heard of. And it's not one single black person in this town, bro, you know, where real racism reside reside you know what i mean it's, it's still some places like that you know what i mean you know and 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 you know um people that never been there only been the cities you know i've been in a lot of backwoods towns bro where you not i walked in a restaurant before one time and i mean literally the restaurant was was packed and um i mean you i mean the, the whole place just stopped alex and just stared at me bro you know what i mean and 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 let me know clearly I wasn't wanted. You know what I mean? I've seen this shit before. You know what I mean? So, you know, I've seen so much shit out there on that road, man. I could go on and that could be a whole episode one day about, you know, uh things I've seen out there, bro. And uh and um uh, but shit exists out there. It's really some spooky shit out there. It's really you stop your ass into some of these towns, man, and get out thinking you finna, you know, put some air in your thing. I mean, these people will do something to you. You know what I mean? These guys real got some of these real backwoods dudes that live in the sticks that you would never be found, you know? So, so I, I, I believe it, you know, it's real. 
you know, and uh, so, man, you know, just her saying that, like I said, I don't just not believe it. It's just with those searches that threw me for a loop, you know. Hey, maybe when you walked into that establishment and everybody was looking at you crazy, they was trying to figure out, is he black or no. is he it not no. black? Man, they was looking like, man, hey, this ain't for you. You know what I mean? This ain't for you, bro. And I've been in a couple towns like that. You know, I've been in a town before where, you know, the big brother had to hit the little brother on the shoulder and be like, man, stop staring so hard, you know? And uh, and dude was about 12. And and, and, and I just asked the one, the one of the brothers, I said, he never seen a black person before? He said, no. You know what I mean? The dude was 12 years old. You know what I mean? You know, and uh, but you got these towns with 2,000 people and they got their own everything. And it's 200 miles in the, in, the, in the mountains somewhere, you know, in the back of some mountains. They don't move around like that, you know. So, you know, it, that shit really exists. Same same way with like, you know, uh, 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 places in Africa and places in Nigeria where you got tribes that they don't move. Around, you know what I mean? They don't get out and see other other things these places really exist alex so you know what i mean you got to be careful when you out there on those highways some of these towns some of these roads you know what i mean and uh and that's in all countries it ain't just we ain't just talking about american we just ain't talking about wife we talking about all countries you know what i mean so be careful so, when you're traveling out there yeah because you know we've been heard of abductions people going on cruises people going on you know to other countries to visit and and, and end up in the wrong town and and and, and get a, you know something happened to them so FG is giving Carly Russell the benefit of the doubt until uh, until further evidence proves her wrong. But, it, you know, it takes us back to the um, everything you describing as spooky as it sounds. It takes us back to the James Bird incident, which was like 25, 30 years ago, where the, the brother got dragged by a bunch of racists um, behind a truck. I think they tied him up and then they just yeah, drove him through. I remember that. Um, that was James Bird. And then I remember there was another town in, in Texas called Jasper. They say you walk through ja if you if you're not white and you walking through Jasper, there's a chance you just you you get killed. This is maybe this is like the 80s and 90s. I don't know if Jasper, you know, I'm not trying to hate on Jasper, Texas in 2023. I don't know if right, it's right, changed. Right. But there was a time when uh, you walk through Jasper, uh, you, you better be prepared for what what's in store uh dealing in that racist town but um hey man uh where can the people tap in at you man i know you got some stuff to take care of yeah no doubt man you know tap in with me at fg unleashed on youtube man we over there i appreciate it make sure y'all hit that subscribe button man hit them like buttons too that help you know what i mean also you know come over there with f general one on instagram you know and i stay over there you know talking a little shit but uh you know i appreciate y'all yeah man and uh we, we're gonna have munchie b he's gonna be dropping a new podcast uh next week so make sure you guys tap in with that i'm working on the glitches of that um and make sure you're following us on all the podcast platforms iheart spotify google you know all of that uh, leave us a message leave us uh, a comment instagram is street.and.scholars and if you, you want to tap in with me just hit me up at alex alonso 101 and thanks for tapping in with another fire episode of streets and scholars yeah.